You know what this is. We'll play by ear. What up, what up? What's good? In the house, we got Jack What's going on, y'all? Not much, man. What's going on, Gary? Hey, just enjoying this Friday night. Kicking it with some crispy boys. The crispy boys. Full effect. Kendrick Lamar playing in the background. Specifically, damn, right? But you'll notice we played it in reverse. So there's a reason why the story is actually different. Yeah, and I think uh, first and foremost, that's a very dope concept that kind of flew over people's head originally to play it in reverse. He actually states that on the first track, you know, so I think it's dope. Duckworth. So the story of this song, it basically gets into how... He, I guess it was his dad, prevented this dude from robbing a store. Turns out that dude's top dog ended up signing Kendrick, right, on Top Dog uh, Entertainment. Right, right. So if you listen to the story, the story of the album, in normal order, it starts out with blood, right? He goes, tries to approach that old lady, try to help her. She shoots him, right? He's dead. That's how that one started. You're like, oh shit. Or shoots him, but he doesn't die. But it continues. The first half of the album is like lust and, you know, all these like bad things tied to fame, right? And then he grows humble. You know, it's more like love, loyalty, you know, virtues, right? More right, vir- virtuous. Right. And then it ends with Duckworth, this song, which talks about redemption, you know? Top Dog almost robbed his store. Kendrick's dad talked him out of it. And then the good karma ended up catching up to Kendrick down the road because he became a famous rapper. Now, if you play the album in reverse, which y'all are about to listen to us, or listen to with us, it's a story of, same story here, right? His dad prevented Top Dog from robbing the store. That gives birth to this prodigal son, right? This Kendrick Lamar, this great artist to be. Now, it starts with him being a humble musician, a humble artist, and then it ends with him becoming more and more just consumed by the, by the industry, right? Because it yeah, happens to exactly. a lot of people in that, that light, you know? So the fact that he's speaking his truths on this is fucking it's awesome, man. It's, it's crazy. Dope. It's dope. So it, it, it's him getting consumed by the industry, and then he dies on a freak accident at the end of the song. And when you listen to it like that... You know, this came out 2017. This is right after a lot of, you know, uh, Black Lives Matter. You know, a lot of people getting shot. A lot of uh, the Kaepernick, you know, situation. So when you listen to the art, the album in reverse order, it ends in that way. It kind of has more of a timely theme. And then it plays in reverse. And then it goes to the beginning of the album with blood. Remember this part? So I was taking a 
That's how blood begins. Mm-hmm. So this is how the album's gonna end. So this shit, hey, I'm telling you, I'm t- it's, it's a mind blowing, different man. Story. Yeah, it, it's mind blowing. I love it. I love it. All right, next track. God. Playing in reverse sounds kind of feels cryptic. Because yeah. it is. It's, it's, yeah. it's a whole nother story, you know, like you explaining, Mike, which I didn't even realize it at first when being honest with you. So I'm learning something, right? something new as well, you know. But once, See, and it starts out with like when the album ends in the original order, he's redeemed with God, you know, like this song. Like this is, a, it ends on a happy yeah. note, right? Yeah. When you flip it around, the beats get more and more aggressive towards the end of the, the album. You know, like DNA, I think, is the third from last track in this order. So, I mean, it hits hard. But do you remember, so when this album yeah, that, came like, out... Like Triple X, like all that shit. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. So when this album came out, how long were you really bumping it? Uh, about, it was about, April 2017. Yeah, so. I was bumping it for about four or five months. <laughs> so You and I both, man. I, yeah. This was... It's funny because Kendrick's my favorite artist. And honestly, I really got to ask, where does he rank all the time? For me, he, I don't know if he's the best, but he's my, I think he's up there as my one of my favorites. To me, honestly, lyrically, he's in the, he's already in the top eight. Which is why when that, when that top, like whoever, whatever that DJ was, uh, was it a, uh, was it old buddy from, uh, from New York uh, that dropped the, uh, the top 50, um, Rappers list. It wasn't. It wasn't Joe Budden, but it was. Uh, it was somebody from Hot ninety seven. Hot ninety seven. You're talking Ebro. Yeah, yeah, Ebro. Yeah, Ebro in the morning. I want to say like they gave. Like, I think Kendrick was on the list, but like his rating, Kanye's rating, and a few others were pitiful. It was, yeah. Yeah, it was yeah. I'm. I'm not surprised. Completely. Well, especially you know, it's, shit. I guess people think about like. He had a lot of New York. He had a lot of New York rappers. Of course, like, I, 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 be I, I understand having KRS one in the top right. twenty and stuff like right. that. But you had like I think you even had like Joe Budden up there. I was like, whoa. whoa, whoa. Pull, pull, yeah. pull. Pump, pump it up. I think part of it that's stupid, but part of it is probably also yeah, regional bias. Re- yeah, regional bias for sure. Then thinking about rappers, yeah, because Kanye is more of like a performer, yeah, right? he's more of a musician, storyteller, not as much a rapper, you know, like and Kendrick is a rapper, like he's got rhymes, he, he's fast when he wants to be, he's got all kind of tempo, he's got a cool voice. But he's also a storyteller. That's why he's my favorite, because he's got the best of all those different uh, facets, you know? I respect Kendrick because I feel, personally, when he was first coming up, it wasn't really how it is now. Like, he he always progressively gotten better. Like, each yeah. year it was always better, better, better. To be better, honest, like he's legendary. very similar to J. Cole. They do the same thing, but Kendrick's a little more, Kendrick's a little more aggressive. Right. You know, it's like a... It's like Martin to Malcolm kind of yeah. vibe. Yeah, you know? yeah I, agree. I agree. It's like pick your poison. Like both still passionate and gets their point across, but it's almost like you can pick and choose what you know what your preference is. But either or is gonna be great. Yeah. Yeah. Facts. Yeah. What I was gonna mention earlier, my favorite album, probably all time, is Good Kid, Mad City. Yeah, me too. It's man. just I love that album. If I have to think, all right, what is Kendrick's second best album in my mind? I don't know. Is it Damn? Is it To Pimp a Butterfly? But what's crazy is like they that bo- means one of them, their- one of those have to be his third best, yeah. and that just seems crazy to think yeah. that his third best album is either Damn or To Pimp a Butterfly. But honestly, everything he puts out they're better than most people's shit. You know, yeah. like right, right. I, I think to me, I have 
Good Kid, Mad City, and then to Pimp a Butterfly, then Damn. and then Damn. Ooh, but it can man. swap any given yeah. day, right? Yeah. And then the other ones are good too, you know, Overly Dedicated, Section 80, uh-huh. um, and then even Untitled Unmastered, you know? Yeah, that, yeah, that, that one was, that one right? was, yeah, a good one. I but, think mine's too, Mike, I agree with you. Uh, personally, I feel like Good Kid, Mad City was legendary. I bumped that shit for months in a row. You know, and to, to Pimp a Butterfly was, like, very good as well. Damn was one that I wish I would have listened to, like, a little bit more. And yeah. now I'm going to go back and listen to it more. Like, just listen to it for <laughs> what it is. Especially after this, right? Well, yeah, of course. But, like, uh, that's my order, you know, for each one. I don't know why this is freezing up. What's the next song? Come on now. All right. In this order, the next song is Fear. So... Even though this is like in my mind his third best album, I still have this better than most of the albums of, of that year. I don't know what else. What else came out in 2017? Let me ask you a question. Why can't they all be equal? Uh, I want to say dates. Daytona came out around the same time, or not too much later. Was that an album? It was like like that was that was kind of when Kanye was dropping every, like uh, everyone's seven track best. Are you saying was, uh, which year are you saying, Mike? 2017. 2017. Yeah. Did Daytona come out in 2017? Did it? I thought that so it... So, Ye was 2018. I remember Ye was 2018. Because okay. Daytona was the first album that came out of the uh, installation. Yeah. And then it was... Um, it wasn't Nas, was it? Was Scorpion 2017? I feel like it was. Yeah, actually, Yeah, actually, without... You know, so we can just be... Factual, more life, more life was right 2017. Yeah. I remember that. But yeah, Daytona was a classic, man. Like I love that album as well. That might have, yeah, that might have been 2018. Yeah, I kind of wish she would have spent more time on Tiana Taylor's album since it was the last one, and she's a very, very uh, great artist as well. But yeah, damn, man, this this album is. That's why back to what I what I said, Mike, about why do we have to place them? Because I feel like they all equally as great. You know? I feel you, yeah. So this is one of my favorite songs on the track. Really? Yeah. The reason I like it is it tells like a full story in just the one song. It talks about when he's seven to so 2018. So it talks about when he's seven and he's a kid, right? Then it talks about when he's 17. Then it talks about when he's 27 yeah. and all the different shit that he went through. And just talks about overcoming fear, right? Kind of. My favorite is the last part. I like songs when they have like the turn and the beat. So this is the one that God damn you, God damn we. You'll see when it comes. Obviously, I like songs when they do that, and also I like the way that it kind of ends the song. With, like, a I want to say that there were about at least three or four tracks that the whole vibe or like beat actually DNA, changed. Yeah, DNA midway changes. through the track. Yep. The reason why I like this song personally because it, it speaks to like my childhood as well, like growing up in like you know, urban. <laughs> high now. Huh? He says I'm high now. You're like this is my life growing up. No, no, it was. You know, like I can't speak for everybody, but for me, I didn't grow up in the the best neighborhoods. You know, so it was, it was times where we didn't have water. You know, I didn't have food to eat sometimes. Mom's working. I'm keeping myself. It just was like the black community at times. You know, um, I'm out there trying to get it, provide, which she did. Great. You know, kudos to her for raising like black, you know, young men like in America. Cause I know that shit's extremely hard as a single mom parent. So that's why this song actually speaks to me because stuff that he's saying in here, I lived through some of that. So I, you can relate more when you actually been through some of it, you know? Yeah. Maybe not because 
I feel you on the single mom part. Well, I don't really remember my mom being single. She really wasn't single like much of my childhood. Yeah. But you know, my parents divorced when I was younger, so I, I was on my own a lot. Not like in a bad way. You know what I mean? Like I just had a lot of independence. Me too. Exactly. You know, and that helped me grow into who I am today. I feel like I don't have like a clinginess to people because I've taught myself how to do a lot of things. So it's kind of cool when you have an album. Now this is talking more about like a rough upbringing, so it's different. And it's not a one-to-one -one comparison. It's not apples to apples, but there's enough in there in certain parts. You're like, okay, I remember that kind of feeling. Right, and I, I agree, definitely. What about you, Gary? How do, how do you feel about this track? Uh, I never, I never gave fear enough of a listen. Like I was, it was never one of my top tracks on the album. I was, I was kind of skimmed through it. It was one that I used to. If I didn't skip, I would listen to it, but not pay any attention to it. And then the more I started paying attention to it, I, I think what really caught my attention first. This is a long song. I think it's like seven minutes long. So when I was sitting there, I was like, damn, this song's still playing? And then I'm listening to it, and I'm like, 27, wait a minute. And I go back, rewind, 17. I'm like, oh shit, he's telling a story. Wait, 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 let me start back over, you know? This is one of those ones that I'm like, I wasn't really paying attention if he started over. It, um, it's one of those tracks, it's a smoker's track. It burns slow. You really have to sit there and listen. And digest. It is, yeah. it is. It's like a little bit of a... Like you said, it's when you skip through because so much of the beginning part, like the the songs that people remember from this album are what? DNA, Damn. Element, yeah. Humble, Humble, Loyalty. Loyalty. And those are all pretty like heavy hitting. Not I mean loyalty's not heavy hitting, even though it is kind of an upbeat track. Well yeah, Rihanna on it, so that's what makes it yeah. even more. Like, it, 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 was, it was a radio hit. Yeah. So definitely. everyone knows yeah, about it. It's a single, you know? Yeah, to, to be element yeah. high tempo, right? Yeah. To be element was my favorite. Still high tempo, but didn't get any radio play. But I think still I like Lust. Yeah. Lust was my first favorite. And then DNA grew on me. This one's one of my favorites, too. I will say the one that's most repeatable is DNA. Yeah. Like, that'll be one where I'm at the gym, and I'm like, let me time it to where it's like, give me my finish, like you, you can finish your workout. Yeah. yeah. So, give me some go. Yeah. So, fun fact about Kendrick, he's actually a black Israelite. Gary, you may know a little bit about that. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to get deep into that, but you He's guys... He's saying we're all Israelites. Well, yes and no. He's making an album, though. That's what he says. I mean, yes... Watch, he's about to explain it, actually. Watch. Yes and no, but it's different, like... What? Sections, too, you know? So, this is a fun fact I want to, want to throw out there. But, you know, when he said us, he's talking about his, like, the black... Society. That's what it means by us. Now watch this. God damn us all. Verse 2 says, You only have I known of all the families of the earth. Therefore, I will punish you for all your iniquities. So until we come back to the earth, I think I didn't give it enough radio play or enough play in the car because I would fast forward to this part. Because like it's his more vibe. My vibe. Yeah. This is your vibe. Definitely. I do like a song though that builds up to a good ending. You say, "Look, we are the Israelites." You, you can agree with that or not. You know, just you know, I, I respect his 
how he feels about that. You know, if that makes sense. But you guys should Google it more so you can understand what that actually really means. What song is it? Was it, was it Fear? Or was I'm an Israelite? Well, that's in Yah Yah. Yeah, it's not like that. I'm an Israelite. Don't call me black no more. what the Lord says. These curses are going to be upon us. We're going to be at a lower state in this life that we live here and today in the United States of America. I love you, fam, and I pray for you. God bless you. Shalom. Reaching. Always. But it goes, hey, it goes. Song, shit knocks. Oh, yeah. Triple X? Yeah. Just the way we're with you, too? Yeah, it's different. It's uh, like a, when I when I say like there's, there's certain tracks that the tempo completely changes. Yeah. That's why I enjoy this song. So if you listen to it in the, in the regular order, this is like the final like upbeat. Banger. Yeah. You know, and then it kind of slows like down. Yeah. Yeah. So this song talks about vengeance. One of his boys gets gunned down and he goes, I'm going to go kill him, right? That's why I love it. He ends up not doing it, I think. And that's when it kind of, that's when he finds God and all that, you know, the next couple of songs. Yeah, yeah. I think it's dope because he's speaking to like, hey, even though, you know, I'm trying to find God, everybody has those two sides to them. Because we all we all have different sides to us. No more, no more. And y'all you all come to that breaking point. Yeah, it does. <laughs> hey, that you know that that's pretty telling of the story. Pretty telling of the song that we all like got distracted. But honestly, bro, like that's any of us. If if we were to lose a family member or a best friend, you wouldn't. How, how would you feel about that? You would want to get revenge. Yeah, it's sufficient. So that's so he gets robbed for some money, right? Killed. That's when he's like, I'm gonna go get revenge, and he ends up not doing it. It reminds me of uh, Boys in the Hood. Yeah, Trey yeah. basically is. Trey gets out of the car. See, so in this order, he's talking about his dad, you know, his, how this all kind of started. Then he's talking about God. He's talking about fear and dealing with that and overcoming it. Now he's overcoming his fear and he's like, fuck it, I'm going to go shoot somebody, you know? So in this order, you can see it get progressively aggressive. And it'll kind of take a step back here and there, but it'll keep getting more and more aggressive, you know? Yeah, definitely. That's what I like, the, the tempo switch, you know? I actually like it in this order more. I do, too. I do, too. I'm starting, I'm starting to start. Like I, like, I now feel like I need to go on the, like, go in my phone and, like, just adjust the whole order. So yeah. if you'll notice, we're, we're playing this on the Apple Music, right? So the TV, or, uh, Apple TV, so it's showing damn, right? But it's the uh, collector's edition. The collector's edition is ordered in this order. So people are like, why is it in reverse order? And that's when he, so Kendrick came out and confirmed, hey, it is a, it's not necessarily a different story, but it's definitely a different feel. And he's right. It is like a very different feel. I love it. It, it picks up momentum instead of like burst of energy and slow down. I want to say the track before, in, in the original order, the track before DNA uh, ends with a, with a news report. 
I wonder how this plays out when we play it in reverse with that news reporter going into the that's DNA track. That's theory. Uh, yeah. I'm wondering how that would sound. Yeah, that's, that's, a, good, that's a good point. I'm curious too. Now. I bet it was sound up though. So that's gonna be close to the end, actually. Yeah, it is. It's gonna be. It should be at the very end. So we'll, we'll see how that plays out. Yeah, I definitely like the first half of the song more. Yeah. It's a very s- slow pace, like this. Towards the end. Yeah, you know, but I, I dig it still. I do, you know, I do like Bono. I do like U2. Even though we all hated Apple for making this yeah. down, yeah. like, like, it plays automatically when you, you know, go in they, the car. They didn't, they didn't make you, they just put it on automatically. They just put it on. The, the, fu- the funny thing about it, like I want to say about a week, uh, a few days ago, I, a customer came into the Apple store like, hey, like, why is this U2 song always playing? This is like in the car. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You remember the Cal- silhouettes? California Apple, comes on after. The iPod. Yeah. Love. Featuring Zachary. 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 Wherever he is, he killed it. <laughs> he killed I it. do like this song. Have y'all seen the video for this? I have. It's my favorite video from the album. This is my favorite video from the album. Because it shows the ups and downs. It shows him like at the dinner table with his girl. And they're all happy and loving. And then it transitions to them like her like yelling at him about something. He's just like him in his head, rolling his eyes. Then it transitioned to her throwing something at him. You know, like it shows like the whole spectrum of emotions. So basically, he's, he's describing a relationship. Love. Everybody's relationships. Yeah. That happens exactly. with everyone. We gon' function. Uh-huh. We gon' function. I tell you, yeah. Like, we should just start singing it. Like karaoke. Yeah. I know it's coming over here. Like, come on. Man. Yeah, that's nah, this ain't the one. This would be a this would be dope if a karaoke bar did have this song. I know. That would be sick. Now I feel like most do though. Hey, let's go sometime. I don't do it, but like Emily, Emily does that shit. Yeah, I'd be down too. Matter of fact, let's go. Let's go next Friday. I feel like that's the Filipino thing. Like they love going. They love singing karaoke. Shout out. Let's Shout out to my Friday. Filipinos again. But yeah, I'm down. Next Friday. We can do it. Emily loves that shit. She, she'll drop anything to go really? To go karaoke? I, you know, I don't really do it. I've done it one time. Me and, and Jack did drunk. it last time I did it. I was drunk. Where and I did, uh, this was right after the Patriots won the Super okay. Bowl. So I was feeling myself, feeling the Patriots. Yeah. So I did uh, Trophies. Okay. Song. Okay. The last you were going to clown me for that. That's all right. Y'all can. That's okay. okay. But I love that shit. Like, hey, you know what, like man? It's like a trophy song. But uh, I would, I've been thinking though, if I was gonna do karaoke again, what songs I would do? I might do Country Road, Take Me Home. That would just sounds fun. Or that's a good one. That's a good one. Emily would do that. Or Bill Withers, just the two of us. Okay, okay. I wanna do classic. I wanna do Rock Your Body and Day. That's me. That <laughs> shit went fucking hard. Wait, man. Justin Timberlake? Yeah. Talk yeah. to me, girl. But yeah, um, that shit went hard. But no, I was going to say uh, with, with trophies, 
I'm one of the, the biggest non Drake fans that you can meet because I feel like I don't like his he style personally. But no, like, listen, no, I'm, I'm about to get to that. It's like any pop artist. Right, right. And I guess because I didn't like that sound personally, but I'm saying it right now. You guys are hearing it first here as well. <laughs> yeah, because I, I don't. But no, um, <laughs> I respect Drake. You know, he's been consistent for like a lot of years. Ten years. Ten years. That, that's a long time. Uh, so you know, I respect Drake. You know, I feel like if you're not gonna respect him at this point, you're just kind of hating. I'm yeah. not a big fan. Yeah. It's like any pop artist. There are some songs I think are catchy. There's some songs that I can attach good memories to. But you gotta respect them. You know, like Bieber. I've, I do. I couldn't tell you other than Baby. One Bieber song. I wouldn't know either. Despacito. Yeah. Or, that's it. Uh, that's the only had, ones I, I know. He had a new song called Yum Yum. I just, I just heard it like, <laughs> yeah, like. But I'll give ago. him credit though. Like, look, yeah. he's been relevant for a long time. <laughs> yeah. I don't know his songs, but I give the dude respect. Mm-hmm. We got way off track. Definitely. This is my favorite song on the album, or at least it was. Mm-hmm. I don't listen to it as much anymore, but this was my favorite song on the album. I love the beginning. I love this beat right here. I don't really like it so much at the end, but I love the intro. And uh, speaking of karaoke, the last time me and Jock did karaoke together, we sung Pony. It was, uh, I want to say it was uh, probably like e- easily over like seven, eight years ago. We, had, we ended up going out with Monique. Uh, it was a mutual friend of ours. Like, uh, Shout out. Yeah. Shout out, Monique. And you yeah. know what, Monique? She, 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 invited, she, invited, she invited us out to a karaoke bar. So speaking about that, and we sung Pony. Together, you remember now? Yeah, Monique. Shout, I shout out to you, man. Like, I fucking love you. One of the homies, like your dopest shit. Like, she's one of our biggest supporters with the uh, podcast. So, Monique, we all been friends with her, like since she was like we were younger, like high school. And you know, just a beautiful person, beautiful soul. You know, like she's always it's been positive. Like, close friend of the family. Yeah, close friend of our family. Exactly. So, just shout out to you, man. And keep keep being you. Don't ever change. I just like the beginning too because it talks about like that whole like just stereotype like this whole the first two uh, each verse starts with just like him riffing on stereotypes yeah oh yes best part when I when I hear this part of the track it kind of makes you kind of think severe it, it makes you reflect on life. It kind of makes you reflect on life and what, almost in a way of what you're doing with you know with yourself. Like, like he talks about you know fucking on a bitch, go go play some Madden today. It's kind of it's relatable, you know. It's like the ideal. Like he's talking about like all the stereotypes of like a rapper, right? Like, you know, like fuck it, just go hook up with girls. Skip my job, skip all that shit. You know. Listen, it's that whole. But he's also talking about the cloud chasers on Instagram. Yeah, it's that whole. Put your makeup on, put your weave. It's, it's that whole motto of, of living fast, dying young. Yeah. Talk about that. Spring Breakers. James Franco? Yeah. And Selena Gomez? Yeah. It was, oh it was, a, it was a very random. What was weird, it was an A24 film, which the same company who did Midsummer and Hereditary, you, you, you wouldn't think A24 would do a film like that. Yeah. It was kind of off. Like, yeah. I, I thought the, I thought the end, it's funny because I fell asleep at like towards the ending and uh, my girlfriend stayed up 
to finish it. She was like, okay, that shit was unrealistic. It, you know, but isn't it based on a true story? I don't remember the movie at all. I'm being honest with you. I just remember, like, it, it was too... I think it was, but it was too cartoonish. Cheesy, yeah. Cheesy. Like, James Franco's character was so ridiculous. But again, I think it was based on a true oh, character. I think it was. He had the do-rag and shit, right? Yeah, he didn't get it, it was so unbelievable. He's a great actor, don't get me wrong, but that... And it's too... For me, personally, it was too unrealistic. They should've got riff-raff. Yeah, he would've tried to fit it more. I think he tried to sue him for that. Oh. For, 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 I guess, I guess interpreting his persona. Exactly, right. Imitating his persona. Without, without permission type shit. Because that was basically Yeah, that was. So did y'all notice he said, wake up wishing election wasn't true? This was also right after Trump got elected. So, however you feel, this is exactly when it came out. So that's another lens to look at this album. Oh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, just prior what was going to on in the world when it came out? It was right after the he, 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 was re- he was recording this when, I guess, shortly after the election. I like the fact. Oh, yeah. I like the fact that he's referencing uh, Bible scriptures in this album as well. So it's James 4 4 and other, other, like, you know, things that are relative to, like, different reach out there. I think that's pretty dope. That, you know, the, the track is called Less, right? And he's mentioning all these different things about the actual the earth and the world. Like, Kendrick is, is dope, man. Like, he really is. He's been ahead of his time. I'm going to go ahead and say it right now. He's definitely in my top ten. For a fact. He definitely is in my top ten. So, if I had to go through right now, my top. I think I don't know if okay. Uh, are we gonna talk about? Alright, this is the track. This is the single that everybody's big on. Honestly, I'm not the biggest fan of the song. I got tired of hearing it personally. I got tired of hearing yeah, I think it. it. You know, it got played. got a lot of radio play. Right, right. And it gets played at the bar or club. Exactly. I didn't really like the chorus. I, I gotta have a, a good chorus. It still makes me want to move, yeah. but yeah, I dance too. Yeah, I still dance to it, but it just got like once you get over it, it's too saturated, too flooded into the market. Where me personally, I don't like hearing stuff over the everyone exactly in the radio. I, I don't like that. So this was probably the top single on the track, right? Oh, definitely. Most definitely. What was the top single off of uh, Pimple Butterfly? All right. I yeah, all right was you. probably all right was. It's, it's yeah. one of the few that he made a music video for. Yeah. These walls, I like that one a lot. Yeah. These walls, and uh, I'd probably say uh, complexion. Complexion. Complexion goes. It's deep. Uh, how much yeah. dollar cost? Yeah. We gotta do that. Oh, We're definitely yeah. gonna do that one. Ooh, Ooh, yeah. Not even mentioning it all. Yeah. I know. Yeah. yeah. Shit, play it right now. And then with Good Kid, Man City had a lot of singles, right? Like Recipe, Justice, Fools, Bitch Don't Kill My Vibe, Poetic Justice. Poetic Justice. Honestly, this is a sleeper one that I'm about to name right now. I love Good Kid, Mad City, the actual track. For real. Yeah, uh, good kid. Like good kid. Good kid. I'm sorry. Excuse me, guys. But yeah, that was one of my favorite tracks. Like, just because I love that production and the beat. Maybe just the beat, just like the feel of it. That that whole album. We're gonna do that album too down the road. Um, that whole story right there. Is just crazy. Like just how it tells a full narrative through the whole you know, duration of the album. The other thing that I like too is 
I like when hey, artists have like a literary device to kind of carry the album. So like in the beginning of Tyler's career, he did like uh, the therapist thing, you know, like uh, Dr. TC, remember on Bastard and Goblin, and even in The Wolf, it kind of continues a little bit, right? In Good Kid, Mad City, Kendrick had like, you know, the voicemails were telling the story. You know, the voicemails were the skits. With his mom and. Yeah, his mom. Now, this one, it's got like the breaks in between where he's talking, you know? And also, to Pimp a Butterfly, it was. The, it, was uh, it was the devil. I could tell you was conflicted. It was, it was, it was, it was that voice was the devil talking. Yeah. Pretty yeah. much, yeah. This, this is what I loved, yeah. And that, it's, it's that, man that's versus why, man, man versus that's, self. Yeah, exactly. So, Good Kid, Mad City is that coming of age story, right? Mm-hmm. To Pippa Butterflies, Butterfly, you're, you're uh, a caterpillar. caterpillar growing into something big, you know? Something beautiful. Um, Another low-key banger. Oh, yeah, <laughs> this one. like the riffs in this it's like you know how this yeah. starts and this is another one of those kind of funky ones yeah. oh. got the crispy boys out had to figure out what's what one thing I definitely hope is uh, that all listeners when you hear this like should always have a beer in your hand if you're vibing this on a Friday. Crispy boys. Yeah. Need a crispy boy with you. Get you a crispy boy. Put it on track. What is this? Eight? Yeah, I guess. Lost count. That's actually a good thing when you lose count of the tracks. I feel like if you're counting the tracks, you're like, what's next? But no, back to like the literary device. That's what I like about Kendrick. It's every album kind of has that. You know, the additional dialogue. One thing a lot of albums nowadays don't do is bonus tracks. One, yeah, I think Kanye still enjoys the art of a bonus track. He always throws one in there. But but not not only bonus tracks, but also um, skits. There's not enough skits. Nobody does skits. Well, you know what it is? It's because you know all these albums are built for streaming, right? So all these streaming ones, they have to basically capture your attention span and in this day and age which i think is sad because yeah you you lose the art of storytelling with that well and so many people don't even release albums now they just release singles you know now that's why i like kendrick because in my mind he's one of the last true artists yeah because he's not gonna release i I like very seldomly releases singles Oh yeah, it's gonna be an entire project. Yeah, exactly. That's that's kind of the point, right? Like, damn, there's a couple of them. DNA, uh, Element. You know, I don't even know if Element was a single. I mean, they made a video. I don't even think it was. Yeah. Um, but no, like, I, 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 that's what I like about him is that he'll tell that complete story every single time without fail. Yeah, nobody does skits anymore. You know the other the other thing though is Travis Scott will kind of do he'll kind of do like the uh, two so- songs in one. Yeah. Like oh my, decide. Pharrell, Pharrell did two songs in one the best. You know what? Honestly, Pharrell's the creator of that. Yeah. Well, you know, all right, you know my so favorite, favorite. I love that Pharrell concept. Hidden track. 
Lost Queen. Have you have you listened to Lost Queen all the way through? I, don't, I doubt I have. Yeah. I never. The song "Girl." I used to. I, I wasn't really big on Lost Queen, so I'd skip it a lot. But one time I was just let it play all the way through. You know, you are Lost Queen. And then it, you know, it fades out. Quiet for a while, and then you hear waves crashing for like a minute, right? And it picks up. Do 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 do. You gotta look inward. I'm telling you, listen to the hidden track on Lost Queen. Okay. You know what? I'm gonna listen to that mic on the ride home tonight, listeners. If you can do us a favor as well and listen to that, that'd be very cool. Shout us out. Each of us. The Rep Network, Instagram, Twitter. Right. Each of us, we have very awesome music tastes. You know, we don't listen to. No, I'm being honest with you. Like, we listen to dope music, you know, from all genres. You know, we're not just limited to, like, one era of music, you know. So, wouldn't be telling you to listen to a song if it wasn't a good song. We need y'all to subscribe to Play It By Ear. The little brother don't at me, but hey, it's a powerful little brother. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, follow on Spotify, rate and review. Check us out on social media at The Rep Network. Might as well do some plugs in between tracks. This was one of the catchiest songs on the album. Loyalty. So why do you feel like it was such a hit, Mike? Well, so you got the Rihanna part, so you got kind of like the pop angle to it. The other part, too, is... Future made this song, too. It's just a catchy-ass song. It's smooth. Like, it's like kind of like one of those old-school, like, 90s, like, rap, R&B feel songs that finesse the ladies, you know? Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying about, that like... Feel to it. Yeah, definitely. Like, Rihanna um, made the song. I feel like Future made the song, too. Like, his fucking verses on this was, like, legendary, bro. When he came in and started saying this shit to you, I was I was honest I was gonna catch on. Uh, no, yeah, he's not on this at all. He's not on this at all. I'm just seeing if y'all paying attention. I thought maybe like he had like I was paying attention. I just wanted to see where you're trying to get. I was like, did he have a remix? Hey, thank you guys for that. But no, I'm just fucking with you. But no, seriously. Yeah, Rihanna definitely, like you said, Mike, she definitely made the song. Her vocals. And it's just like a, uh, a vibey song anybody can listen to and relate to. Yeah. 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 I maintain the best video from the album was Love. Yeah. Like a DNA was weird though. Remember Don Chino? Yeah, yeah. DNA I didn't really understand, but Element I loved just because just the colors and the vibe and plus I just enjoy the song. So if I like the song, I'm most likely gonna like the video. It's hard to fuck hard to mess it up. Jack's over here doing those gyrations and shit. Pop like Hey man, I got the music in me, man, like MJ, R.I.P. This is the one you probably hear the most on the radio, I feel like. Oh, facts. Humble was probably like the the single from the album. Yeah, and this is the one that got the most radio play, I feel like. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I agree, Mike. Because also, Humble was around March, before the album dropped, I think. Yeah. 
And then loyalty, like, they put it on the radio right around summertime, I feel like. So everywhere you go, you know, everybody's out and about in the summertime. Which was smart to do. It's, yeah, it's more of a summer smart. vibe. It's the catchiest one. You hear the shit everywhere you go, every bar, you know. Like you said, it's pretty universal. So every radio station, even like a 104. We'll play it. Yeah. But yeah, guys, if you can just let us know. I feel like what we should do right now. Let us know your favorite Kendrick albums in order. You know, go ahead and add us. You know, add us. Subscribe as well. Add us. The Rep Network. Rep, on Rep Network on your favorite Kendrick album. Also, if y'all order. ever want to just hear any album reviews or any kind of exclusive content, you can shoot us an email. Our email is network at gmail.com. Make sure you shoot us any kind of feedback. Let us know what you want to hear. Let us know what you think of the album. The album. Let us know what you think of the podcast. The podcast, right? And the podcast the and the album as well. The album. Yep. So right now, I'm playing by ear. Once again, let us know what you think of the actual albums that we're actually choosing. If you guys want us to like actually critique an album as well, like Mike said, once again, like shoot us, you know, the you know email uh, at us. Let us know. You know, we'll definitely um, do that for you guys because we appreciate all you guys' support once again. And continue to, you know, subscribe, spread the word, and support us, you know. Thanks for tuning in. I feel like I feel like I like this song. Yeah, no, this song is nice. It's one of the more jazzy feels. Yeah, and the fact about this song, it's it's a it's a jazzy feel, like you said, Mike, and me personally, I, you know, I think the older you get, Gary. You just start to like jazzy, jazzier stuff, more stuff that's more laid back and chill. Me personally, I know when I was younger, I like more like a more beat. Yeah, yeah but um, beat. Yeah. I was like, I mean, nowadays, yeah, I'll, I'll pop in some Stevie Wonder just for one, just some funky exactly. or smart one and fire. Exactly, or some some uh, Maze featuring uh, Frankie Beverly, um, Shaka Khan. You know, and it just gives me that vibe where it just, you know, thing I respect about each and every one of Kendrick's albums is they age very well. You know, we, we ten years exactly ten years from now we can come back and listen to it and still feel modern exactly right. So I think that's just very dope. You know, you know and that's how you know you're a great artist when you can we can do that without even realizing it. I don't think I mean I could imagine that Kendrick has to know that you know like hey I know that I'm a good artist but the fact that he's actually like not a he's a great fucking artist in my opinion you know and he's, he's gonna keep making shit like forever, so I like that like it's cool I respect artists like that this song is good when you're like in your feelings so like when you're pissed off about something you can just listen to this and just be like man I'm in my feelings I feel like I feel like right now like I was saying like Mike I feel that personally that Kendrick Lamar each of his albums they age very well we can go like Gary was saying 10 years from now and it will still feel relevant which is pretty fucking cool when you think about that so the first Kendrick exposure I had was the rest of the movie. That was the first song I heard, and I was like, "Yeah, this song's cool." So I started looking him up, and I'm like, "Man, he's, he's attached to a lot of like big names, you know, Dr. Dre, you know, uh, he's on a couple Drake songs, you know, shit like that. Like, no, no, I'm not a Drake fan. I know he's a list. A lot of people 
I know some of my personal followers, followers, some of my personal followers, you know that I'm very big on music, so anytime somebody recommends a song or album, please believe I'm going to listen to it. So when I first listened to the album, Lust was my favorite, now I'd say this and DNA are my favorite. Put the Bible down and go this shit always gets me So how many times have y'all seen Kendrick in concert? I actually have to. My man, I never went. I've seen him like four different times. I need to. He's a great fucking performer. He, he interacts with the crowd, which I love. And he's very like hyped. Like he knows how to read the fucking crowd. He, once again, I don't personally when I go to concerts, I hate when the artist is not really interacting with the crowd much. They're kind of singing. Say some generic shit like go back to singing, but he's actually speaking from his, his heart and his soul, which I respect that, you know. If I'm not mistaken, I think he had a show at uh, House of Blues in Houston before, like, before sure. he got really big. Right. Or Warehouse That would have been. Can you imagine that? Because you go to a Kendrick show before he's big, like Section 80 Kendrick. You know, my first concert that I went to before he was big, take a while, guess. First concert yeah, that I ever been to before he was big. This was back in high school. In high school? Yep, high school. Oh, me person. I'm going to tell you. Drake. Oh, which one? It was his first tour in Houston at Warehouse Live. Uh, that's when he had the... Um, the mixtape. I remember that. Yeah, the mixtape. So far, mixtape. Yeah, it was that concert. That shit was dope. He started later, but it was cool. That's when he wasn't really super big yet. He was just coming up in the ranks, and now Drake's a fucking mega superstar, the best artist you know of all time type shit. Like as of right now. And I don't tell many people this story, but I was standing in line. I told you this before. You didn't believe it. But he actually passed me up in his fucking Tahoe or SUV. He looked like mad as shit. He was just like in the backseat, just like looking at shit like that. And I was like, oh shit, that's Drake right there. Like I was like right next to him, literally. You know what I mean? And it was just like, and he kind of like, like just kind of like, what up type thing. And my outfit was, you know, it was on point for the most part. You know what I mean? I always dress and shit. You know what I'm saying? Maybe it was that. Shameless plug. No, was, yeah, hey, Pierre, stop. It's coming back. Perfect. It's coming back. <laughs> but, uh, nah, seriously. Um, yeah, it, it was very dope. And it was a very good concert. And it was very interesting to see, like, the crowd. He, he was able to reach to a lot of different ethnic groups at a very early, like, early on in his career, which I think is very dope. That's how you knew that, okay, this kid's going to be very, very very big one day. Yeah. 
I like when it slows it down. Yeah. It, 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 it gives the whole space out. You know what I mean? It's, at the end of the day, nobody was chopping and screwing until DJ Screw did it. You know what I'm saying? Screw their album. Like it's some part of the track. They definitely show respect. I like that. ASAP Rocky is another one that shouts out a lot. So y'all know Yah, the way it's spelled Y A H. Yahweh. Yeah. Yep. yep. Yahweh yeah. is Yahweh is God. Jewish. And Jewish, yeah, but it's, it's what it means like the uh, I am. Pretty much, you know, like I, I'm the all-knowing, omnipotent. Uh, you know, I'm God, pretty much. So, yeah, I'm sure most of you guys should have known this, but yeah, that's what that means. So this is a very like introspective song. Like he's in his own head on this one. But aren't we all in our own head? Yeah. A lot of times. This actually is one of my favorite tracks. Right? It's real smooth. It's pretty universal. Like you can be mad, happy, sad, like whatever mood it kind of just fits. The thing I love about this song, Gary, is that yeah, yeah, like I keep saying it, yeah, yeah, but it's deeper than that. He's saying yeah, yeah because he's saying oh my god, oh my god, god, god. Like he's giving all praise to like the Almighty. And like you know what? My life is in your hands. Do what you want. You know, like I am your. Like you said, the track how. How it goes in different like sequences, you know, like this is one of those tracks that actually, vocal, you know, it does that. It epitomizes that. Yeah. Like, yep. 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 You mean yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mike actually references earlier, but this is a song that he states that he's a Israelite. Israelite. A black Hebrew Israel, Israelite to be specific, but like I said, you guys can Google yeah. it. So no more about the, no more about the history because we don't want to get deep into that. That's not what this actual podcast is about. Hey, wouldn't that be funny if somebody did a Dave Chappelle parody of this and instead of yeah yeah it goes yeah <laughs> Y'all remember that yeah, shit? I, remember that. I saw that video recently. I was tripping out. I forgot all about this. Dave Chappelle is one of my favorites. Shout out Dave Chappelle. Out Dave, 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 I know you're out there listening. I know, you, I know you're in Ohio, man. Hey, you need to come. You know, don't add us. Oh, actually, add us. Add us. Yeah, actually, yeah. add us. Please add us. And you know, we'd love to have you on the show, man. <laughs> He's like, you know what? Yeah, let me shout out those guys. No, Dave. I, Dave is a real person. Of course, he's about his money, but he—I think he remembers where he came from too. How he started. Exactly. Like we really know him. No, 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 no. I'm saying I, like this. No, because like. It's off a of vibe or Yeah, exactly. Like I can just tell. Like he knows. Hey, let me let me pay it back. Pay it forward. Definitely my favorite song now. What's your favorite song, Michael? It just like has the most like energy. Just like. Oh, like vocal energy, energy or what? Yeah. Is it vocal energy, energy or is it is it spawning? I thought you were gonna say that. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's kind of like a whole like this is that kind of shit like when I'm at the gym and like the turn comes later in the song, I try to time it to where like that's like during the set. You know? I got you. Gary, is this Black Panther energy for you or is it Captain America? Oh, you chose me. I know what you're referring to. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, but I was like, but I'm. 
like I mean, especially when I think of Kendrick, I think of Black Panther album. Oh, yeah. As soon as he wrote the whole thing. That's more of the reference. Oh my gosh. All right, so let, let me rephrase it because I, I didn't really want to reference her Avengers, but just came out. Is it more uh, Batman energy? Batman energy or She Hulk? It is. Uh, Does that answer the question, though? Batman? <laughs> I don't know, Batman. Yeah, but no, Batman, shout out to, you know, getting Bruce, name, Bruce Wayne money. He's definitely out of this. I was going to be However, getting I can relate to that a lot. Real, like, the most legit Bruce Wayne would have been fucking Christian Bale. So I guess that's shit really goes hard. Watch. Watch. Like, I haven't heard it before. This is real. I I've been to plenty of his concerts. Like the fact he threw in that spaceship launch. Yeah. I know. He prepared you. When 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 a lyricist prepares you for something, you know you got to spit. The way he just goes so fucking fast. And he's saying a lot of shit. It's not like he's just like saying. Yeah, you gotta slow it down. It kind of reminds you of like a twisted flow. You know, where it's yeah. like extremely fast, like, a lot of shit. Yeah. I respect the twister for the speed, but like there's so much more substance. It's deeper. Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's yeah, speed with substance. That's speed hard to do. Yeah. It's probably the hardest thing to do as a, as a rapper. I almost feel like people listening to the podcast, if they're listening, if you are listening, you should be listening to the album while you listen to this. Listen along, but I hope if you listen to this song, you turned us down just to let the shit be. My favorite song of the album. And here is the first track. So really the final track. So now this is when all that hubris, all that fame, all that him being in his head comes to a conclusion. He dies. So that means it ends with the news report. Yeah. Wow, I didn't think of that. I was like, is it, but then it flows perfectly into the DNA. Isn't that crazy? That's wild. So, Jock, last song, any final shout-outs? We already did a lot of plugs, so we probably don't have to kill people with the plugs again. No, we should. Definitely kill them with the plugs. <laughs> At the Rep Network, JK, JK. social media, Twitter and Instagram. No, but seriously, guys, uh, we're going to be mentioning this on our, you know, on that Don't At Me. And please subscribe to that, listen to it, give us feedback once again. But we're going to have a contest, Mike, you know, that we spoke on. So, the contest is... So we were talking about giving out some Don't Have Me t-shirts. So actually pay attention on social media. We'll announce it there because we need you guys to pay attention on social media to know when the contest starts. Right. And just realize you guys are going to be getting free shit by doing... Free Three stuff, excuse me. Three people are going to get t-shirts. Three people. I know that ain't, that's not much, but hey. It's a start, but you get a free shirt that <laughs> we made and, and we designed, you know, so just do these awesome. simple steps that we're going to announce and you get your t-shirt. I would like to yeah, hey, mine. thanks for tuning in. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Follow on Spotify. Yes. Etc. Let's let it play to the end. You've lost your life. Is a wicked man.
views on police brutality with that line in the song, quote, and we hate the popo, want to kill us in the street, for show. Ah, please. Ah, I don't like it. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Yeah, that was a good one. <laughs>